This program is part of Film Geek Radio. Visit filmgeekradio.com for more great shows. Hey movie addicts, welcome to Cinema Fix, your start for the purest, highest quality movie reviews on the block. I'm Andrew Johnson, and I'm joined today by my fellow soldier, Monica Castillo. Really? Soldier? I wouldn't even qualify for the reserves, if need be. You, you don't want to be a Joe? I think it's Jane, but no. They call each other the Joes. <laughs> yes. So. Team Joe. Oh, this movie's so sexist. Oh, we are so getting to that. <laughs> Please. Oh, this is episode number 43 of Cinema Fix, focused on the movie G.I. Joe Retaliation. If you're new to Cinema Fix, basically this is the show on Film Geek Radio focused on in-depth discussion of mainstream blockbuster films. We are here to satisfy your addiction to quality conversation about the movies. And each week we release an episode in two parts. The first part, which you're listening to right now, is a 10-minute long spoiler-free review of the film. That way you can get an idea of what we thought about it and whether or not it's worth your time to check out. The second part is a much more in-depth analytical discussion that does contain spoilers, so if you've seen the film and you'd appreciate that type of conversation about what works and what doesn't, definitely listen to part two. This week we're going to be talking about G.I. Joe Retaliation. Monica, why don't you go ahead and give our listeners a little information about the movie? Sure. This little gem was directed by John Chu, known for such illustrious work as Step Up 2 and 3, and Justin Bieber, Never Say Never. It is the sequel to G.I. Joe, The Rise of Cobra, based on the old action figures. The president is a cobra imposter, and they are the bad guys. All the Joes are killed except for Roadblock, who's played by The Rock, Lady J, Adrian Palicki, and Flint, played by DJ Katrona, and Snake Eyes, who's uh, played by Ray Park. They have to work together to stop Cobra from starting nuclear war. Yes, and if you haven't seen G.I. Joe, The Rise of Cobra, and you don't know who these people are, you don't know who Cobra is, or Destro, or Cobra Commander, I'm not sure it really matters, but it might. I did just fine without it. Here's a clip. As always, you mind leading us in a few words, please? Uh, give me more words. Oh, Jesus. Whatever it is, you guide my life. Dear Lord, don't let me die tonight. But if I shall before I wake, I'd accept my fate. This is part one of our episode on G.I. Joe Retaliation, so we're just going to take ten minutes to give some brief general thoughts on the movie. I'm starting the clock now. Now, Monica, as you just indicated, you have not seen G.I. Joe, The Rise of Cobra. So, with that in mind, what did you think of G.I. Joe Retaliation? God, really? Another Hasbro movie? Yes, because action figures are where the story is at. Okay, there are so many deep and profound things you can take away from a line of action figures. This is what happens when KB Toy Stores gets bankrupt and everything ends on movie screens. Should be left in the sandbox and nowhere else. 
They had that nice little cartoon that everyone remembers nostalgically, and that should be that. I never really saw the cartoon growing up or played with G.I. Joes. I'm getting the impression that you did not like this movie. Nah. No. But it's directed by John Chu, who did Step Up 3D and Step Up to the Streets. Yeah, no. No. No? No. You're saying he should stick to dance movies? His last work was, what, Justin Bieber? Yes. Yeah. Pass. <laughs> I hear Lady Gaga wants to do a feature, like... What did you not like about this movie? Can I do what I did like about this movie? Sure. What did you like about this movie? Because the dialogue was hokey. Like, okay, I have one scene that I loved, and it's from the RZA. It's from the RZA? His name's RZA. Oh, okay. Yo, your whiteness just, like, blared out from across the <laughs> internet. His name's not Rizza. What are you talking about? It's so Rizza. No, no, no. I refuse <laughs> to believe that his name is Rizza. I can't wait for the comments for this. <laughs> <laughs> are, you, are you being serious right now? Is his there's name a really Jizza Rizza? and there's a Rizza. I've... Okay. <laughs> I have... <laughs> It's okay. You're in North Carolina. It's okay. You can tell I don't listen to his music or <laughs> anything that he does. Because you at least I've know just, he's in music. <laughs> I know he's in music. And I know he did that movie last year, <laughs> The Man in, with the Iron Fist. <laughs> I just assumed he went by RZA, but okay. He's like the RCA. <laughs> <laughs> you liked his scenes? Oh, man. Had the movie been that good, I would have I would have gone with it. Like he is such a terrible actor. <laughs> it's over the top. It's nineteen seventies kung fu, like weird translated English thing. <laughs> okay, I, I I will I will. I I was laughing and everybody else was laughing and I hope we were in on the joke. Otherwise, sadness. <laughs> okay, I I will agree with you. Th- this movie has some tonal inconsistencies and that's probably one of them (laughs) and if it was all straight up camp i could probably go with it dude best midnight movie ever the problem is this movie is trying to be serious at certain times and as a result those moments with the rza just stick (laughs) out as bad most of the time um I, i i will say this i did not hate this movie i actually kind of liked it maybe that's because i did see rise of cobra and gi joe retaliation is so much better than the rise of cobra is it that thing with like transformers where you know people who actually saw the second one got out of the third one was like wow i did not hate everything in existence after this one that could be that because that's just like it makes me even sadder like, the first movie is just a giant mess, and I found nothing enjoyable about it. This movie, I actually liked some of the action scenes. I liked some of the humor, especially in the beginning. I could follow everything that was happening. Now, there are some major plot holes. <laughs> Not everything fully adds up, but I was able to see, okay, the plot is going from point A to point B to point C. Because it was a kid's coloring book? 
It was a kid's coloring book. Except it's like the worst coloring book ever because it is so much sexism and things that don't make sense. And it's just not a very happy story. <laughs> See, I, I'm okay with that some of the time. Like, okay, last week, for example, we didn't talk about it on the show, but I went and saw Olympus Has Fallen. Okay. Which is extremely xenophobic. Like, yeah, yeah, rah, rah, America. Merca. Like, there's so many things you could hate about that movie, mm -hmm. but I just decided to turn off my brain, and I kind of enjoyed it. And I, I actually liked Olympus Has Fallen quite a bit. You could turn off your brain on G.I. Joe? Because I would have wanted to. I turned off my brain for G.I. Joe and liked most of it overall. Okay, what what didn't you like? I'm not going to sit here and say it is a great movie, because it's not... Okay. But there are far worse ways you could spend two hours. And maybe that's just because I have a man crush on The Rock. I don't know. It's fun. But I can't say spoilers, but they killed off my man crush, so that's not fair. Well, I don't know if it's a spoiler, if it's sort of implied in the trailer, but okay, yeah, we'll we'll say that it's a spoiler. And also they may have people may have heard your plot description at the beginning, but <laughs> Oh, we'll we'll assume yeah. that they don't know what happens. They don't know the names because it's inserted into the end of every sentence. How are you feeling, Lady J? <laughs> yeah. I don't know, Roadblock. See, getting back to what you were saying about it just being campy, like the scenes when it's just sort of being a cartoon and it's mm -hmm. being really kind of dumb and campy, and you've got people with names like Zardan doing goofy stuff. Is it Destro? Yeah. Yeah, Destro. And, okay, you know you're not supposed to take a movie seriously when uh, the evil organization is called Cobra, and the guy in charge is named Cobra Commander, okay? When the movie is embracing that, I think is a lot of fun. The problem is it's trying, at the same time, to be kind of a gritty PG-13 action movie, Dude, it's trying to throw in so many political things it can't even, like, handle. Yeah, there's political stuff, and the the big, like, the whole evil plan, and what ultimately happens at the end, it's pretty heavy for a cartoon movie. Yeah. You know, for, for this campy movie for kids. Like, when I went to see the movie tonight, there were, like, a couple really young kids in the audience. Oh yeah, because like their their dads remember the cartoons and like right. loved it and like, hey kids, I'm gonna take you to see something that I used to watch when I was your age. And then they sit, and then it's horrible. And then their kids like, dad, that sucked. Yeah, like, well, I, I don't know if kids are gonna enjoy it, or they or they just won't get it. The explosions, you know. Yeah, if you're just looking for some fun explosions and sword fights. This movie isn't terrible. If you're looking for a lot more than that, uh, you'll probably be disappointed. Is that a fair assessment? Their spring break are still out. Like we let the audience know. Yeah, take take your kids to to spring breakers. That's a, a better. That's choice, a good right? conversation piece over dinner. <laughs> kids, I'm not letting your ass go on spring break because some guy named Alien is gonna abduct you and make you commit horrible things. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Don't take your kids to see spring breakers. Unless you have a therapist already in mind. Yeah, yeah. If you do, don't email us about it. <laughs> None of us are parents. Right. Just saying. 
Kids would probably be too young to really be offended. <laughs> Actually, I I I took my uh, little sister to go see uh, Bert Wonderstone. Oh, okay. It's hit and miss. She liked the magic, and then it was like, eh, eh, you know. Okay. Eh. Okay. All right. Well, do you have anything else you want to say about GI Joe retaliation before we talk spoilers? Can we talk about anything else? <laughs> <laughs> Like we just were. <laughs> it sounds like you wouldn't even recommend this, like, as a rental. If it's just, like, on FX or something, like, you can, you know, finish your laundry to it, walk out <laughs> 20 minutes later, walk right back in, nothing has changed. You heard it here, folks. That's the pull quote for the movie. G.I. <laughs> <laughs> Joe Retaliation. Great to watch while you're doing laundry. Monica Castillo. <laughs> Radio. It's clearly why they never asked me for those things. <laughs> it's like you're a chick coming out of a military movie. Unpass. I'm going to be a bit more generous and say, you know what? There are some fun moments in this movie. There are some okay action scenes. It's much better than The Rise of Cobra. Your standards have been lowered. It's, it, it's still not great. I still really don't think I would want to see a third G.I. Joe movie. How about that for the pull quote? I want to see the third. <laughs> Don't do it to me, man. Um, I'd say maybe rented if you're like uh, if you were really into GI Joe growing up, or if for some reason you liked the first movie. Sure, give this one a shot, but it's not going to be the end of the, the end of the world if you miss it. Or it might be because <laughs> it's all about the end of it the world. It is all about the end of the world. <laughs> all right. We'll talk about that some in, in part two. I think that'll wrap it up for part one of this episode on G.I. Joe Retaliation. Don't forget to tune into part two for a much more in-depth look at the film. And don't forget to tune in next week when we will be discussing Evil Dead, which one of us has already seen. Yes. And I'm I'm gonna assume by your silence that it scared you so much you just can't talk about it. At least until next week. I think am I under embargo still? I don't know how that I works. have no idea. Are you under embargo? Okay. We'll we'll wait till next week to figure out I'm gonna use the embargo escape. Okay. We'll figure out what you thought of Evil Dead next week. We'd love to get your feedback on the show. You can email us at cinemafix at filmgeekradio.com or comment on the website at filmgeekradio.com. You can also subscribe to the show through iTunes, so if you like this episode, please write us a review. That would really help us get the word out about the show. You can also donate to us through the website. We really appreciate your help. And don't forget to check out other great shows on Film Geek Radio, including The Thin Place. Monica, where can people find you online? People can find me online at the Twitters at mcastymovies. That's M-C-A-S-T-I movies. They can also find my work republished on the BOFCA website. That's the Boston Online Film Critics Association at BOFCA.com. You can find some of my writing at filmgeekradio.com. You can also follow me on Twitter at writerandrew. If you do follow me, be sure to send me a message and let me know you're a listener, and I will follow you back. All right, I'm Andrew Johnson. I'm Monica Castillo. And have fun this week getting high on cinema. And remember, knowing is half the battle. This has been a Film Geek Radio production. Film Geek Radio! Yeah!